0: Welcome to Swimming and Singing, a podcast for Spoonies and the people who love them. I'm Sarah Nelson, a yoga therapist in Portland, Oregon, specializing in working with people dealing with chronic health conditions. If today's episode piques your interest, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. This podcast is for inspiration and information and does not replace medical care or advice. I am not a licensed healthcare professional or mental health therapist. Not all practices discussed on this podcast will be suitable or accessible to everybody. but I hope you find something that resonates and can bring a bit more ease and joy into your life. Let's get to it. Hello, friends. I'm so excited you are here listening to this first episode. Today's episode is a short introduction to me and to the podcast. I'll start by explaining the title, my plan for the podcast, and then a bit about me. We'll begin with a poem and you'll understand why I'm starting that way in a moment. This is by Gregory Orr. Grief will come to you. Grip and cling all you want. It makes no difference. Catastrophe. It's just waiting to happen. Loss. You can be certain of it. Flow and swirl of the world. Carried along as if by a dark current. All you can do is keep swimming. All you can do is keep singing. I've been carrying this poem around with me in my heart for years. It's very precious to me and a reminder that shit happens. When I started to think about a title for this podcast, this poem kept coming up for me. And eventually I realized that it was perfect Some days are swimming days. It's all we can do to keep our heads above water with whatever doggy paddle we have available to us. But then other days, there is room for joy, room for singing. And it might just be a moment or two, but we all need moments of joy in our lives. So some episodes will focus a bit more on skills for swimming, not literally, with a chronic illness, and some will focus on singing, by by which I mean finding joy. I plan to interview folks with chronic health conditions who have found ways to tap into their joy, practitioners who work with folks with chronic health conditions, and I also plan to share tips and tricks from yoga and beyond on how to swim and sing with chronic illness. In the subtitle for the podcast, I use the term Spoonies, and I wanted to explain that to anyone who is not familiar with it. Spoon Theory was developed in 2003 by writer Christine Miserandino, who had lupus and used it to explain how lupus impacted her ability to do daily tasks. The idea being we all start the day with a certain number of spoons, which are basically symbolic of energy. Some people start the day with a drawer, drawer full of spoons, using them throughout the day for things like exercise, showering, driving to work. Working a full day, going out for drinks after work, parenting, watching some shows, and then going to bed, and they start the next day with a drawer full of spoons again. But people with chronic health conditions usually have a more limited supply of spoons and have to use them more carefully. If you woke up and you only had three spoons, what would you spend them on? If you use one to shower and one to drive to work, you're going to need more than that one remaining spoon to complete a full eight-hour workday. So what can you give up? If you're living with a chronic illness, your spoons don't magically reappear the next day. Maybe you used too many spoons on Tuesday, and so you wake up on Wednesday and you don't have enough spoons to get out of bed, let alone do the other things you wanted to do. People living with chronic illness who are familiar with spoon theory often refer to themselves as spoonies. I think that spoon theory can expand to include people experiencing overwhelm and burnout, anxiety, grief, and even aging. So that's the podcast info. Now I'd love to share a bit about me and my journey to working with folks with chronic illness. I don't have fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue, I don't have chronic pain that impacts my ability to do what I want or any of the many autoimmune conditions that seem to be flourishing in the lives of young and middle-aged women. But I do know what it's like to feel isolated, betrayed by my body and mind, and hopeless. I have lived with anxiety my whole life, but it really flared up in my 20s. There was a time when I couldn't leave the house without having a panic attack. There was a time when I couldn't think about leaving the house without having a panic attack. I had to leave my San Francisco apartment and move back home to my childhood bedroom where I sat feeling isolated, scared, and hopeless. I know what it's like to be told it's all in my head I know what it's like to hear, but you don't look sick. I know what it's like to be told that I should just take this medication, eat these foods, do this, don't do that, etc. I know what it's like to feel my life is shrinking, not being able to do the simple things I did before, and wondering if I'll ever be able to do the things I once planned. After years of conventional talk therapy, I was so lucky to find yoga therapy. Instead of leaving sessions angry and sad, I left sessions feeling relaxed and lighter. We still talked about my struggles, but we also moved our bodies and ended with a deep rest. And I felt recharged instead of depleted. I knew I wanted to help others to have that same experience. And so I put my slow moving plan into motion. I started with two years of yoga teacher training in the Vinny yoga tradition, which is a therapeutic yoga style. Then while continuing to work full time at the library, I taught yoga anywhere I could for several years, often for free, often to willing coworkers on breaks, but also in yoga studios, community centers, and at a pain clinic. In fact, it was my work with the legacy pain clinic folks that really sealed my interest in yoga therapy. It was a chair-based yoga class for people with chronic pain. We focused on gentle movement, breath awareness, and relaxation. At the end of class, I could see how much better the students felt, and they often shared how important the class was, not just for their physical health, but also for their mental health. But making the leap from a stable middle-class job to an uncertain career felt unattainable. And then, seemingly all at once, everything changed for me. My marriage ended, I lost my living situation, and with that went the necessity to stay at that good job that wasn't what I felt called to do. Along with a healthy dose of privilege and luck, I packed up and moved to Canada to finally become a certified yoga therapist. When it felt like my life was falling apart, my dreams were finally falling together. While in training, I had an aha moment when I realized the similarities between anxiety and chronic pain and how the tools I had used to help alleviate anxiety were the same tools I could use to also help people with chronic and persistent pain. I'll talk more in depth about these tools in future episodes. When I returned to Portland and began seeing yoga therapy clients, I realized that the people coming to see me often came for pain, but the work we did improved their stress and anxiety as well, which in turn helped with their pain. The clients and students who I have seen reap the biggest benefits of therapeutic yoga with me have been those with a chronic health condition who have the most difficult time with their bodies. They're in pain, they're anxious, and their range of motion is limited. They often feel betrayed by their bodies. Slowly, over time, using breath and movement and visualization, we work to restore their connection with their bodies so that they can begin to trust again. One of the most magical things I have seen take place with these clients is an opening to joy. And that's what I wish for you too. And it's why I've created this podcast. Other than my experience with anxiety, I don't pretend to know firsthand what it's like to live with chronic illness, but I do make it my work to understand, to read, to listen, to be in conversation with folks with chronic pain, fatigue, and autoimmune disorders. I am so excited and honored that you are coming along with me for this latest adventure. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Swimming and Singing. If you're interested in working with me or joining my online therapeutic yoga membership, head to my website at bit.ly forward slash yoga therapy for spoonies. And there you'll find a link for a free yoga in bed three-part course. Links and contact information can be found in the show notes. If you like what you've heard, please share, rate, and review this podcast. If you have thoughts or comments you'd like to share with me, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep swimming and keep singing.